Welcome to A Jolt of Joy on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Carol McLeod, your host, and today I want to begin by asking you a couple of questions. Who have you brought to Jesus lately? It's a valid question. Is there something holding you back from bringing someone to Jesus? My friend, the time is now. There might not be a tomorrow. Bring your friends to Jesus. Bring your family members to Jesus. The time is now to bring the people you love into the presence of Jesus. Well, let's dig into the book of Mark in this Bible study entitled, The Time is Now. The first true miracle that Jesus accomplished in the book of Mark was the healing of Peter's or Simon's mother-in-law. Jesus came into the house and Peter's mother-in-law had a very high fever. One translation says that, that she was on fire, so high was her fever. And Jesus touched her and immediately she was healed. And then Mark chapter one gives us an extraordinary detail in verse 31. And he came to her and raised her up, taking her by the hand and the fever left her and she waited on them. Immediately, as soon as she was healed, she began to serve Jesus and the other disciples. Let me remind you today that Jesus deals with your pain and weakness so that then you will have the heart to take care of the people that are in your life. You are not healed or saved or set free for personal glory. You are not healed or saved or set free for prestige or even to make your life trouble-free. You are healed to be a blessing to somebody else. You are healed to make someone else's life just a little bit easier. There is an old Scottish motto that I have hanging on the wall in my home, and it says, saved to serve. Never forget, like Peter's mother-in-law, you, my friend, have been saved to serve, and the time is now to serve. Let's continue reading in Mark chapter 1, verses 32 through 34. And when the evening came after the sun had set, they began bringing to him all who were ill and those who were demon-possessed. And the whole city had gathered at the door. And Jesus healed many who were ill with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he was not permitting the demons to speak because they knew who he was. So the very day that Jesus had healed Simon's mother-in-law, by sundown, by evening, the crowds were coming to Simon's home. Wow, world travels fast in the ancient world, doesn't it? In the days before Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and email, the village heard that Jesus had healed a very sick woman, and they showed up at her house. Desperate, sick, hurting, and bound people gathered at the door of this family's home. A steady stream of sick and demon-possessed people were carried to Jesus. This begs a question of you and of me. Who have I brought to Jesus lately? My friend, who have you brought 
to Jesus lately? What is holding you back from bringing somebody into his healing presence? You know, even Jesus' willingness to heal the one, to heal Simon's mother, turned into an opportunity to change hundreds and hundreds of lives. You know, in our culture, we think that bigger is always better. We believe that platform is important. So let me ask you a question. How many followers do you have? How many friends do you have on Facebook? How big is your church? How much do you make? How large is your company? How many people came this day bringing their friends and loved ones to Jesus? Luke chapter 16 verse 10 reminds us that he who is faithful in a very little thing is faithful also in much. Learn from the example of Jesus. Be willing to minister, to encourage, and to bless in private. Your one-on-one ministry is oh so important. And then trust God with the increase. Trust God with the many, with the more, with the public. Trust God that he will cause growth in your life when you are faithful in the little things, when you're faithful one-on-one. Let's read the same story in the Gospel of Matthew. Let's turn together to Matthew chapter 8, verses 14 through 17. And when Jesus came into Peter's home, he saw his mother-in-law lying sick in bed with a fever, and he touched her hand And the fever left her, and she got up and waited on him. And when evening came, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were ill. This was to fulfill what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet. He himself took our infirmities and carried away our diseases. I just love this, don't you? He came. Jesus came. And when he came, he came to heal us. He came to fulfill the promise of the Father through the ancient prophets. If God the Father made a promise to you in his word, it's on its way immediately. The time is now. God the Father will follow through on the promises that he made to his children. Jesus himself took our infirmities and carried away our diseases. Jesus came to heal. Jesus came to set the captive free. Mark chapter 1 verses 40 through 45. And a leper came to Jesus, beseeching him and falling on his knees before Jesus, saying, If you are willing, Jesus, you can make me clean. And moved with compassion, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately, the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. And Jesus sternly warned him and immediately sent him away. And Jesus said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded as a testimony to them. 
But this man, the leper, went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the news around to such an extent that Jesus could no longer publicly enter a city, but stayed out in unpopulated areas. And they were coming to him from everywhere. You know, in ancient times, there was no disease regarded with such terror and judgment than was leprosy. At that moment in history, it was AIDS, cancer, and Lou Gehrig's disease all rolled into one horrifying diagnosis. It reduced a human being into a hideous wreck. Let me describe leprosy to you. It began with lethargy and pains in the joints. It continued on with discolored patches that began to appear on the back of a person's body. Little nodules then began to form at first pink and then turning brown. At that point, the leper's skin would begin to thicken and the nodules would multiply on the cheeks and the nose and the lips and the forehead. The whole appearance of the person would change until the person would actually lose their human appearance and begin to look like a monster. The nodules would continue to grow. They would ulcerate and from them would come a foul discharge. The infected area on the person's body would lose all sensation. A leper has no feelings, you see, in the parts of his body that have been affected by this disease, leprosy. The eyebrows would then fall out. The eyes would become staring. The voice would become hoarse. The breath wheezes due to the ulceration of the vocal cords. A leper's muscles would waste away, and the tendons in the leper's hands would contract until they looked like claws. Leprosy progressed. The person would lose the use of the fingers and toes. The fingers and toes would actually fall off the leper's body. An entire hand or foot would eventually drop off. This disease would end in mental decay, in a coma, and in death. And the duration of the disease would be 20 to 30 years. The sufferer is repulsive to himself and to others. The leper was unclean. When a leprosy victim dared come close to civilization, everyone would start screaming, unclean, unclean. And the leper himself must cry, unclean, unclean, as he walked along. As soon as someone was diagnosed with this dread disease, the priest would read a burial service over him or her because he was dead, even though he was alive. From then on, a leper could only wear a black garment and live in a leper colony. The leper could no longer attend church, but once everyone was already gathered in the service, he could peer through a leper's squint hole cut through the walls. And this verse in Mark tells us, and a leper came to Jesus. What? Are you kidding me? This is one bold leper. He had broken the law. The leper was dead. He had been declared dead. He wasn't supposed to be out in public. And he had the audacity to speak to Jesus. And moved with compassion, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him. Jesus touched the leper immediately. I hope you'll listen tomorrow for the rest of the story. 
Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at justjoyministries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.